When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. The Hawkeyes look to make it nine straight wins over the Fighting Illini when the two square off in Illinois on Saturday. Cyclones try to knock off number 20 Kansas State at home. The Chiefs open as six-point favorites over the Raiders for Monday night's game at Arrowhead Stadium. On the diamond, the Cardinals take on the Pirates this afternoon in Pittsburgh in the regular season finale. St. Louis will meet the Phillies in the National League wildcard round Friday. I'm Trey Bender. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, where Wednesday is Mug Day with $7 Cousin Cocktails. This is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Two, welcome back, Miller and Condon. We're on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. KXNO will be here until noon. Coming up, uh, Mitch Holt is the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. He'll join us at the bottom of the hour. Trent's play of the day, Circus Sports sponsors that. There is college football tonight, you know. Yeah, there is. The American standalone game. Not too bad with baseball not mattering, huh? Baseball doesn't matter. There's not one game that's meaningful tonight. Now, for people in fantasy baseball coming down to the last game of the regular season. Or if you needed a team to get over or stay under your win total that you bet before the year. Ours came crashing down yesterday. Uh And he hopes that the Twins were going to put a little money in our account. What a collapse. Terrible. I'd spent the money. (laughs) It was was home free. and, And even going into this final two weeks... You just keep your head above water against bad teams. Can't even do that. Yeah, yeah. Dave, your baseball team stinks. How are you, Dave Sproul? <laughs> That's the most wonderful way I've ever been introduced on this show. Thanks so much, guys. Just, you really know how to make a guy feel good. It was a collapse. Anyways, let's get to uh, let's get to uh, Iowa State. Although I do want to pick your brain on the two American League series as you watch a ton of baseball, but we'll do that at the end. So, uh, listening to Matt Campbell and listening to the players that were uh, brought out uh, to you guys yesterday, uh, what were a couple of your takeaways following the? Uh, uh, let's face it, a disappointing loss to Kansas, and then looking ahead to K State. What uh, what are the one or two of the uh, messages you gleaned from yesterday? Uh, well, the big takeaway for me from Matt Campbell was, you know, when he addressed uh, special teams, and he talked, and he did this after the Iowa game too. He talked about how he really is pleased with the schematics and the game plan for the special teams, and the players just need to execute better. Those weren't exactly his words, but he just, he talked about how. You know, this is a young team, and they just need to uh, carry out their duties better on the field, which is a play way of saying it's the player's fault. I mean, it's, at some point you got to execute, and the coaches have a role in that, obviously teaching those, those techniques and responsibilities in practice every day. But, you know, he's, he's saying this isn't about, you know, a bad scheme or something they have to work up on the drawing board. They just have to go to work and, and do better at executing those plays when it comes right down to it. It's nobody else's fault. 
that Jace Gilbert hit a couple uprights, except Jace Gilbert, you know, when it comes right down to it. So those are the things you, you got to work on and you got to improve. And that, that seems to be his focus on the special team. So they brought in a consultant this year, an analyst, I guess is what it's called officially on the staff, former NFL special teamer. But just not having that dedicated staff member, it's been a sticking point for seven years now. Feels like we talk about it at some point every single year. Do you think this is a philosophy thing for Matt Campbell? Because it's been impactful. We've seen this show up on the field just so many times, year in and year out. Yeah, it, it's really hard to explain why this is such a consistently big issue for for Iowa State, uh, and, and for you know a guy who's so detail oriented like Matt Campbell to not have right. uh, you know a dedicated special teams coordinator or coach or whatever who could actually work with these players on the field. Remember, an analyst they can't go down to practice and help these guys with their technique or whatever. They can't. They can't do that. They just give information to the coaches to, to pass on to the players. So it is a little bit strange. I, he did try it some years back, a uh, former uh, a college place kicker who was, you know, kind of given that title of a, of a special teams coach, and that didn't really work out much either. So it's hard to say, you know, maybe he made the wrong hire there. Maybe he really doesn't feel comfortable with the, the guys who are available to be special teams coaches, and he feels, that, you know, better to have better to not have one than to have a bad one. You know, these are all possibilities I'm just kind of throwing out there because uh, if for a guy, like we said, as, as detail-oriented as Matt Campbell to not have somebody down there to really laser focus on special teams, it, it does feel a little bit strange. Uh, Dave, I'm, uh, I was told on Monday during uh, Matt Campbell's um, coach's show that airs here at 6.30, I'm sure KSI likewise, 6.30 on Mondays, um, that he alluded to the fact that maybe, he didn't come right out and say Cartavius Norton is playing, but he hinted that he may be able to be uh, get on the field this week. A, did you hear it? And then was, it, uh, was there any confirmation of what he had said uh, yesterday when you guys asked about the running back position? Yeah, well, I was literally sitting across the table from him when he said that on his coach's show. Uh, so yes, he did, he did allude to the fact there's a possibility, uh, Cartavius Norton playing, uh, this week and he granted that possibility. But in both cases, you know, he's always talking about, well, when we get back to practice Tuesday and Wednesday, we'll know more. Gotcha. All right. Well, the rest of us won't because he doesn't <laughs> talk to the media after Tuesday afternoon's, uh, media conference. So we all just have to wait to see what happens on Saturday and keep an eye on your Twitter and watch all the B writers if, uh, as they keep an eye on who, who goes out to, to, you know, suit up, who's in warmups and who isn't. And we'll know more maybe, you know, two or three hours before game time when those warmups begin. And uh, Randy Peterson and, and the rest of the crew let us know who's out there. If it is a game where Norton's not available, Brock isn't available, we've seen both Sanders and Silas out there in different kind of roles, but if it comes down to those two guys, who do you think would get a majority of the carries? Or if they need somebody to, to be a workhorse and get 18, 20 mm-hmm. touches in the football game, who's the more likely of those two? Well, uh, i got to go with Deion Silas because he's a guy who got Boy, it felt like all the playing time just about against Kansas uh, last Saturday. So he'd be the first candidate, I guess, to be the go-to guy if, if they are down to just a couple of options. But they would need, you know, still need Eli Sanders to, to contribute uh, because you can't just have one running back basically out there for the entire game. But it would be, uh, i, I got to believe, uh, uh, Deion Silas, who, who would be the guy to take the bulk of the carries. I, I think when it comes right down to it, no matter who the running back is, Iowa State needs to do a better job up front uh, with the, the offensive line. That's the first and foremost, really. I think all these guys have talent and can be productive running backs. 
uh, maybe not star running backs, but productive enough, more so than they have been, uh, if this uh, offensive line can get a little bit better in you know clearing the way for them. Uh, when it comes to uh, K State, um, obviously Adrian Martinez is playing exceptionally high level, um, both throwing the football and and running the football. He's such a weapon. So is Deuce Vaughn uh, in, in the backfield. Do you think Haycock will uh, assign somebody to, uh, like a spy where where when Adrian goes to his right, you go to your left type of thing? Follow him all over the field. Don't let him beat you. Will they go that path, or is that something that Haycock is kind of reluctant to do? Yeah, that's something I don't believe he's really done much is have, you know, a spy make a, a linebacker or a defensive back or somebody along those lines whose just specific duty is to watch and see if the quarterback takes off and then try to go tackle him. I think uh, he, he's more focused on being assignment sound defensively, you know, keep your rushers in their lanes and, and try to clash the pocket around him instead of giving him lanes that he can run in and get into space and make some plays, especially with his, his legs. Uh, so I, I think it's more Haycock style to, uh, you know, he likes to mix it up. That's one of the things about their, the defensive style that Iowa State runs. You can do different things out of there. you got some options. Uh, so having a spy on the quarterback really hasn't been part of, of what he's done, at least not on a regular basis from what I can tell. Fair to say the biggest rivalry game in the Big 12 for Iowa State is this one against Kansas State. Mm-hmm. It's got the Farmageddon, of course, uh, no, misnomer out there, and, and the fun kind of back and forth that happens there. But feels like these fan bases also don't like each other very much. I think you're right. And the radio yeah. broadcaster's not a fan of Iowa State either by any means. Not not the Iowa State uh, guy, the K State right, guy. Right, right, right. Yeah, um, that's a strange thing to it be. Really that. is. That's probably it's probably another. I mean, you can secretly hate the opponent, I'm sure, but it seems very unprofessional to go I'm on Twitter you. and troll troll the guys uh, across the field from me. But anyway, that's just me. Um, <laughs> I, I think that there is some animosity between the two fan bases. Uh, it's probably not Iowa State, Iowa level, but no. Iowa State, K State. I think they're almost like the Spider Man internet meme. You got two, mm-hmm. you know, guys dressed as Spider Man pointing at each other, and I think <laughs> there's so many similarities between these two schools that uh, they, they each feel the other is kind of swiping the other's identity and looking at them and saying, "Hey, you, we're we're the agriculture school around uh-huh. here. You can't be the cool agriculture school or whatever, you know." Uh, but yeah, I mean, there there have been so many close, contentious games between these two uh, teams that uh, you know that that does spill over into the fan base a little bit and creates some some animosity. It's it's I think it makes it a little more fun because I don't think it's quite gone to that point where maybe it goes too far sometimes, and there's still oh, there's some fun to it, but. Uh, but the dislike is is for real. No, no doubt about it. Was Malik Verdon brought up at the press conference yesterday? Because he's a guy that both Trent and I, seemingly whenever we watch Iowa State, we reconvene on Monday. He's part of our conversation. Mm-hmm. He's really catching our attention. And then when he wasn't there against Kansas, uh, it was noticeable. Not that I mean, I thought Jeremiah Cooper, I believe, probably took most of his uh, time away um, when Verdon wasn't able to answer the bell. He was good too. But Verdon is having such a good start to his year, and then he didn't play. Again. Against Kansas, what's going on there? Do you know? Uh, sounds like an injury with Verdon, uh, but I'm not 100 uh, percent sure on that. Um, trying to keep all these injuries straight is maybe frying my brain a little bit. Uh, but that's another case. You know, he wasn't specifically asked about uh, this week, uh, so I guess that's another wait and see uh, situation for Iowa State. But Jeremiah Cooper, you mentioned, yeah, he did a very good job mm-hmm. of stepping in there. Um, 
Verdun's the starter for a reason. He's probably the better player, and he's a guy you want out there and have Cooper, you know, for relief. Uh, but uh, uh, Cooper really stepped up, uh, did everything really you could expect a, a guy in that position to do. It's just that Verdun's got a little maybe extra level of, of athletic ability or his experience or whatever that that makes him the starter and makes him uh, good at what he does. And so uh, Iowa State could certainly use him, although, I mean, the way that defense played, uh, with the exception of, you know, the one touchdown drive uh, that was actually a lengthy drive, the other was, you know, set up by uh, short field for Kansas last week and just giving up, you know, well, giving up zero points basically in the second half. I mean, that that is pretty incredible outing mm-hmm. considering what Kansas had put up offensively prior to that. Uh, so, you know, it won't surprise me no matter what the personnel is if that if Kansas State is at least you know held to to uh, less than their usual season averages in terms of points and yards. Was this Colby Reader's best game of the year last week against Kansas? That's hard to say. Uh, I thought he was really good. You know, when, yeah, when you're in that position, it's not always about tackles or right. sacks or whatever. But yep. you know, he's a guy you do see pretty much all over the field, and you wonder how do you know. He must have dominated the FCS games he was playing at Delaware because he's got some really good speed for a linebacker, really good athletic ability, and he must he was punching down. I think they're playing at FCS, but uh, you can understand why, considering his family history with Delaware and being from that area. Uh, but he's really proven he can play at the Big Twelve level. He's as good about about as good as any linebacker we've seen so far. I think in in the Big Twelve, at least from what I've seen. Um, I'm sure there are guys who, you know, he could point to bigger stats and all that. But for the role he plays for the Iowa State defense, he's he's doing that about as well as you could hope. If Iowa State loses this game, are they a bowl team? Mm. That's a good question. Uh, because, you know, you go into that season, I, I expected Kansas to be a better team than they were last year, but I also expected Iowa State mm-hmm. to win that game yep. before the season started. Obviously, the season went along. That was obviously pulled into called into question um it, it's so hard to prognosticate and that's an example of why of, of wins and losses in, in the big 12 because there's so many good teams there's so much good talent it's hard to find you know who's the uh who's the best who's the worst where 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 does everybody sort out in between and where do you find wins on the schedule i mean you could say yeah this this Iowa State team, if they don't get it together, they could have a pretty dismal Big 12 record. But at the same time, you look at the other teams on the schedule, and maybe Oklahoma State is probably the, the most complete team yeah. right now. But you look at you know Oklahoma, they lost a lot of talent when Lincoln Riley left. West Virginia, they, they played a great game against Pitt. They've, they've fought hard, but they just haven't had the wins to show for it. Texas Tech, you know, they're, they're, they beat Texas at home, but mm-hmm. then they went on the road and Lose to K State. TCU looks terrific uh, on offense. Maybe they're going to be better than I expected to, but we don't know how they hold up through the course of the season in terms of uh, their ability to stay healthy and, and to continue execute and survive the, the adjustments that other defenses will, will throw at them. So there's opportunities there, but Iowa State, you know, first and foremost, they got to do, they got to be better in, in those margins that uh, that Matt Campbell talks about, and that's you know glaring on special teams, but there are certainly some offensive things to tweak uh, to be more efficient at as well, starting with the running game. All right, let's pick your baseball brain. Seattle and Toronto, Tampa Bay and Cleveland. Uh, do both of the uh, home teams win, or is there a roadie that's going to steal one of these? It's a really good question because, yes, you're right. I watch a lot of baseball, but it's almost always Twins games right. pretty much. Yeah. I, uh, I don't watch a lot of other teams during the course of the season. I'm kind of, I'm kind of rooting for Seattle. They they, they yeah. Broke that long playoff drought. They're a fun young team to watch that's been better than expected this season. So 
I, I'm kind of hoping that Seattle does advance and get to show off some of that talent on, on the biggest stage. So maybe that'll bias my opinion, but I'm going to jump on the Mariners bandwagon for at least this first round. Uh, Dave, you got a big one coming up this week on Friday night, not just Saturday. Yeah, of where course. is Ames ranked? What did you tell me yesterday, Trent? Uh, they they're are, a playoff team. They are, yeah. They're in the uh, to the top 16 right now, mm-hmm. the RPI, so they're a playoff team. Only one loss on the season, and the Maroons come to town. How Ooh. about those little Cyclones and what they have this week against Dowling Catholic? Yeah, really fun. Yeah, the the Iowa or Ames was ninth in the RPI, and Dowling is one. So there you go. That's uh, that makes for a pretty great matchup right there, and uh, uh, it'll be really fascinating to see how this plays out. Typically, even in seasons when Ames is putting a pretty good team out there, Dowling can come out and just manhandle you because they just have bigger, stronger dudes most of the mm-hmm. time. So we're going to see how Iowa State schemes up to try to neutralize some of that. Uh, next uh, or coming up on Friday, it's nice uh, for Ames obviously to have that as a home game. It might be you know the best matchup in Central Iowa uh, for this weekend, uh, and and it's just a, a fun you know opportunity to see really two good teams go at it, and just hopefully it's it's a fun game as, as much as I expect it to be. In that you know Ames is going to sling the ball around. We know that uh, Dowling has a, a Penn State commit at, at QB, so. We might see a really good quarterback battle going between these two teams on Friday. You know, last thing for you, Dave. I, I just, well, let me ask you: Were you when, when Harrison Barnes was honored um, a couple of weeks ago now at, at the new gym? Were you part of it? Were you there to uh, to cover it for KSI? Yeah, I, I got a chance to sit down and with for about five six minutes with Harrison and, and do an interview with him. And as always, he's he's a great interview. He's very thoughtful and well-spoken and, and, you know, intelligent kid who got great grades in school and, mm-hmm. um, you know, represents this community so well with the way he gives back and, and made, to, you know, major contributions to uh, uh, Miracle League Park mm-hmm. here in, in Ames and uh, as well as he started a reading program for, for kids uh, through the uh, Ames Public Library and made a significant donation to that new gym to upgrade the floor, the baskets, and the, the video boards and scoreboards. So uh, it, it was great to be able to catch up with him and, and see that he is still really connected to his own oh, That's community. awesome. Because that was going to be my question, Dave. Is, is he as, you know, as, as revered as, as, I mean, he should be with the, what, what he's accomplished in his life? Of course, you know, when, when he um, got everybody together thinking that uh, Cyclone fans would love to hear that he's not going to play for them announcement, um, and that kind of flopped. I just wondered if he's as, you know, well thought of as, as he certainly would have been uh, had he worn the Cyclone uniform. But that's good to hear. Uh, not only that he's doing that, which, you know, as, as you've said, as people have said in the past, this is the type of person that he is, but uh, that he still gets the respect that he deserves. Yes, he grew up in the community. No, he didn't play for your Cyclones, uh, but he's still. Uh, um, born, raised in Ames, after all. So that's good to hear. Dave Sproul, KSI, Learfield, uh, Dowling Little Cyclones on Friday night. <laughs> KSI has that one. Dave, we'll talk to you next Wednesday. Thank you, as always, for doing this. Appreciate it. My pleasure, as always. Thank you, Dave. Good to talk to you. Dave Sproul, 1430 KSI. We will come back with the voice of the Chiefs. Mitch Holtis. But, Trent, we have a little business to do before we do that. Yes, we do. We have two tickets. We have four tickets. Two pairs of tickets Mm -hmm. to give away to the 21st anniversary bash of KXNO. It's coming up on the 10th of November. It's at Woolies in the East Village. I think it's going to be a blast. 
going to be a lot of people. I'm, uh, Roberts has been telling everybody during the drive that I'm buying shots for everybody. Is that what he said? Uh, that's what he says. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, if you'd like to go, we'd like to have you. And we'll take the first two callers at 515-284-5966. we got tickets to give away for the rest of the week. And then they gave us tickets to give away, you and I both, and mean all of us? Yes, yeah. All of the talkers get to invite their friends. I don't have any friends. Well... So I'm going to say maybe maybe as we you get have acquaintances, right? Yeah, my my friends aren't coming from Winnipeg to the event. True, um, you got friends around here. I mean, we saw one of your friends on Thursday. Who? Rick. Oh, Rick Gilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. He's a friend. I'll to bring him. You, you got the Prairie people. You got all kinds of old friends. Let's let's. Well, have what I, my a point time. being is, I think I'm going to just give them away to listeners. I, but uh, I want some of my demographic there. Old people only. Old people. I think us old people have a plan. At least this old person does. Because there's a band there. Yeah. As soon as the band starts playing, You don't like bands? No. I don't want to listen to a band. I want to go home and watch the fourth quarter of the football game. Watch it on TV. They'll be there. Um, I probably should have kept my plan to myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Come to think of it. Uh, we will uh, take these callers right now, give you tickets. Can we give them all these tickets? Give, them, give, the, give We got four people to all run right, in. Can... Give away We're some of mine. Out. All right. Let's do that. If you're getting a ring, that means you're getting tickets. Stay right there. Trent's going to answer the phone during the break. Miller and Condon will be joined by Mitch Holtis on the other side. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.9. On KXNO. All right, we're going to read this DraftKings live read, then we're coming right to you if you give away those tickets. So don't move, callers. Uh, the NFL is in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers bet just $5 on any NFL team, and they get $200 in free bets if they do. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Tomorrow night, week five begins. I like Matt Ryan under his yardage total. Oh, I love to hear that, TC. I love Russell Wilson to throw an interception. Oh, good. And uh, I'm going to take on the money line, the Colts to win. Put it all together, that means a bigger payout for you. To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped up same game parlays once per game day all season long. And download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code KXNO to get $200 in free bets. If your team wins, would you place a $5 bet on any football game? The code is KXNO. It's only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older. Iowa only. The bonus is issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in is required. Parlay and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-WHERE-YOU-GET-PODCAST. Guys, are you looking for an excuse to watch football all weekend long? Then schedule your vasectomy with the Urology Center of Iowa. The Urology Center of Iowa offers nitrous during your vasectomy, cutting-edge technology to help you relax during your procedure. Make the call to 515-400-3550. That's 400-3550 or online at iowauro.com. Vasectomies with the Urology Center of Iowa. And tell them you heard it on KXNO. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? All right.
back to work. Like many of you, my home was hit by the storm recently. My roof had hail damage, and I knew there was one place to call. It's Trent Condon for Wolf Roofing. I've known the team at Wolf Roofing now for almost a decade. They're central Iowans. They care about community and doing the job right. Go with a company that you know, a company from here. Go with Wolf Roofing. Set up your appointment at 515-225-8866. 225-8866 or online, Wolf Roofing. 100 bets off. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Papa John Central Iowa makes this possible. We speak with our friend Mitch Holt as the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs at this time every single Wednesday, with the exception of the Chiefs bye week. Uh, and Mitch is with us. Mitch, Trenton, Ken, as always, th- uh, thank you for coming on. Do you ever find yourself in the middle of a play-by-play clip kind of snickering? Um, but where I'm going here is, I mean, I, I sitting at home watching the watching the game Sunday night, and the third touchdown, the the spin move, and then the shot put touchdown pass. It's like, oh come on, that's not fair. Um, do you ever find yourself kind of chuckling under your breath with something that this cat does? Yes, to be honest with you, and there's um, and I get a double chuckle out of it. First of all, let's just uh, give homage to the former Maytag headquarters in Newton, Iowa, because this was every cycle. Uh, you had the spin cycle, you had the wash <laughs> cycle, you had the rinse cycle, you had it all on that single play. But I chuckle too, Ken, when I see the reaction of the opponents when I watch the coach's video the next day. Mm. For example, after that play, um, he escapes, he spins, he floats the pass. William Goldston, really good defensive lineman. Keep in mind, Tampa Bay probably has the best defense in the National Football I agree. League. He pushes Clyde in the back. He's so frustrated. Then he looks up in the stands. He just like puts his palms out. Like, what am I? What are we supposed to do here, people? Right. And because they had a great play call, uh, and I just started laughing out loud. And yeah, I mean, Mahomes defies physics and yep. natural laws of science sometimes. He's incredible, and this team just continues to find ways of evolving, changing, while doing it with, of course, that man leading at the quarterback position. One big step forward is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and he wasn't great two weeks ago on the ground against Indianapolis, but his game's taken that step forward. I think this is the guy a lot of people anticipated a couple years back when they drafted him late in the first round they were going to get. What's been different? What's changed for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire this year? Three things I will answer this with. One, he's healthy. Two, he's confident. And three, the offensive line, especially in that game against Tampa Bay, came out with their hair on fire from the first snap to the last snap. And sometimes we want to make it tricky or come up with some, you know, real, um, you know, metric or some cyber metric reason. And those are the reasons with him. He has struggled staying healthy. He's always found the end zone. He has a very high, if you look at all three years, go back and look at this. He's always found the end zone, even though he's been injured and hasn't had, you know, 150-yard rushing days or all-purpose days all the time. He will find the end zone. He has a knack down there close. And so just like that play, he's able to get to the void, find the spot where Mahomes could see him and, and get that done. Well, he's done that before. So that's your answer. But if Clyde's healthy and confident, look out. And not just that, he's got, I'll, I'll give a fourth reason. 
he's got old Batman Robin going yeah, he on. Does. He does tap out like MMA, and here comes Pacheco. Mm-hmm. So it's not all on Clyde, and he he doesn't wear out that way. You know, and I'm glad you brought him up, Mitch, because at one point during the the broadcast, I think Tarico it, it had to be Tarico asked Collinsworth. How did this guy last till the seventh round? And Collinsworth couldn't answer. I mean, uh, well, how did he last to the seventh round, Mitch? I've asked Brad Veach that same question, and, and it is, and maybe I'll do a minute with Mitch sometimes here on Fox 17 on it, but the fact that it was really COVID-related. Mm. COVID pushed two classes into one draft. Yep. The guys coming out early from 2021, and then the guys that stayed or couldn't come out or whatever from 2020. And that was a glut of running backs because of COVID. And that's the way Veach explained it to me. And the fact that he was a little bit lost at Rutgers. Now, the Iowa coaches would tell you they didn't lose track of him. But uh, Pacheco stayed at Rutgers, even though he could have transferred, because he's, I mean, he's a high-level running back. But he stayed there because of his family situation. His brother and his sister were murdered in separate instances a year and a half apart. That plus COVID, he got kind of lost at Rutgers, pushes into the seventh round. And the Chiefs have a fine there. He, he's, he is some guys you have to teach your pad level. You've got to coach it. The morning coaches are listening to him right now. Yep. You got to teach it. Not with Pacheco. He is naturally coming at you at the proper angle of his pad level. Because you're going to eat, if you're going to tackle him, you're going to eat some shoulder pad before you get to the bone. He is a special, special guy, and uh, credit to Vici, continues to find these special guys. It's a divisional matchup this week, Monday Night Football, the Raiders. Now, the last two times, the last time these two teams got together, it was a clubbing uh, as the Chiefs had demolished the Raiders. But you know these matchups, doesn't matter home or away, it seems like there's a lot of times they're going to come down to the wire. And the Raiders got off the schneid with the win last week. What have you seen from Vegas this week? I'm going to give Josh McDaniels credit here. I think he went to the lowest common denominator at 0-3 and said, we're going to start at the alpha point. We're going to just shrink everything in because here's something – I've only been in the NFL for 29 seasons, but I think I've seen something for the first time. Go back and look at that game against the Broncos. Of their 59 advancements, Trent, in that game, 59 advancements, that means completions plus rushes, 44 came from two guys. Mm -hmm. Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams. Mm -hmm. Josh Jacobs had 34 touches in the game, 28 runs, 6 catches. Couldn't tackle And Adams had 13 targets, 9 catches. Then you throw in 7 runs. By Derek Carr, seven runs. They just reduced it down to seventh-grade football. And, I'm, and I say that as a compliment, not as a derogatory mark, because Josh McDaniels goes, we got to start all over with this team. Yeah, and, and Sertan did a really good job on Devontae Adams in that football game, but they yeah. they couldn't you couldn't tackle uh, Jacobs. He was just for whatever reason uh, he was he just couldn't get him on the ground. What's Butker's uh, situation? Uh, is, is there a chance he's back this week, or is this going to linger a little bit? A chance. Uh, a chance. We're sitting here and with one extra day. That helps in this discussion to not play until Monday Night Football. And you go, wait a minute, 24 hours can make that much difference? Yes, it could in this instance. But it's too early to tell you on Wednesday at 1140 whether he's going to go Monday night or not. I'm not skirting the issue. I'm just telling you it's, it's going to be down to the wire. Talking to Kansas City Chiefs with the voice of Kansas City. He is Mitch Holtis joining us here. Uh, Mitch, Kansas City, you look big picture. Buffalo, they have survived. They uh, still look to be very good offensively. Baltimore's going to be there once again. When you look at the AFC as a whole, it feels like maybe the division's already 
over, which is crazy to say, in early October. No. What concerns you the most when you look at the Buffaloes, the Baltimores, and some of the other teams across the AFC landscape? I'm going to take you back to my Hy-Vee IndyCar experience uh, at Newton, Mm -hmm. Iowa, at Iowa Speedway in July. What concerns me? The restarts. Because in that race, races, I should say, you know, there'll be a caution. And so nobody passes, nobody passes, and they all clog up, and they come around turn four, and they drop the green flag. Everybody's close on the restart, and I said it was like honeybees coming out of a hive. That's the way the AFC is going to be all year long. The Chiefs had one of those losses. Everybody in our divisions had one of those losses. The Chargers had it against us. They're thinking we're going in for a touchdown. They throw a 99-yard pick six. That's a game they gave away. The Broncos had won that opening week, fourth and five. Let's try a 70-yard field goal. Let's don't put it in Russell's hands. That's that's one that's lingered, I think, for them. Uh The Raiders have had that. They lose on a scoop and score to Arizona where they're driving to get a Daniel Carlson field goal. So you're going, well, wait a minute. Everybody's had one of those. The Chiefs had it against the Colts. The Bills have had one now. But when you're under caution, you get bunched up and you drop the green flag. Trent. This is going to be all the way through. We're going to go all the way through to the middle of January on this race. Nobody's decided anything yet, far from it. And you get Buffalo next week and then at San Francisco before we're going into the bye. Just one more thing, Max Crosby, if you watched it and you you alluded you did, He's a handful. He really is. I know offensive line-wise, uh, Kansas City's offensive line is much better than Denver's, uh, but Max Crosby, boy, he's playing at a high level, Mitch. Yeah, he wrecks it. He wrecks it. Here's the only Arizona has fewer sacks than the Raiders. Arizona's got four, and the Raiders have five. Jeez. Four of the five are from Max Crosby. I would answer this. I'm not stunned at all. You've got to account for him. My question is, where's Chandler Jones? Mm-hmm. They spent a lot of money from him right from Arizona. Where is he in that, in that Broncos game? Broncos could have won that game, and losing Javante Williams is just devastating to them. Um, he's such a good player. But, um, still, the, the, the Raider defense on the back end has struggled. In the red zone, there's the other issue on offense. There's three of 15 in the red zone on third or fourth downs. And they're near the bottom in that category. Still a dangerous team. Two years ago, Trent, you ask about this game, but mm-hmm. the they got, Chiefs got ambushed. That's the driving the yeah. bus around the stadium game. That's right. And so there'll be no sleeping on the Raiders this week. This is the uh, NFL version, or at least the AFC West version for us of the Cyhawk Trophy. I love this game. Let's talk about Papa John's and the Donaldsons, bitch. Yeah, and this and hear me out on this one. I'm going to talk about this now for several weeks. I don't know if you guys have heard of something called My Happy Place. But um, Matt Donaldson sent me a link to a story that was done up there, My Happy Place. It is custom bedrooms in Iowa for kids with terminal cancer or, non- or terminal diseases or non-treatable diseases. So now the Donaldsons are involved. Now through November, a large two-topping pizza and a three, free order of cheese sticks, just fifteen ninety nine. One dollar from that will go to My Happy Place. Their goal is to raise ten grand. A online code is one five nine nine happy. One five nine nine happy. My happy place. Iowans, look it up, and you'll have tears in your eyes and understand why the Donaldsons are not just giving you pizza. They're uh, working for that group too. They're great for the community, no doubt about it. Mitch Holtis, uh, thank yes, you for sir. doing this as always. We will talk to you next week. Thank you, Mitch. Have a good week. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. My happy place. Dot. Uh, I guess dot com. No, it's my my happy place dot co. Is that the right one? 
Well, anyways. We'll Just Google it. it. Yeah, uh, that's kind of sad, yeah. but um, good for them for getting involved mm-hmm. in that. All right, Trent. Uh, 2-1-0 yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's meaningless baseball tonight. Yes. There is a college football game. There is. A couple of AAC teams will collide. Don't forget about Mr. Preseason NBA over here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm undefeated. problems, dude. I'm starting to... I'm, the T-Wolves got me intrigued. That's, I actually went there last night. You did. Because... It's habit. 668, that's Fox uh, Sports North. Right, that's where Bally Sports are going to be. So I went there. I'm like, what in God's name am I doing? They're getting clubbed. Oh, the Alternates Channel, 668-1. As the T-Wolves. So I flipped over there, saw a couple of plays, got excited, and then said, again, what in God's name are you doing? I'm watching <laughs> Game 161 of a terrible Twins team. Yeah. I'm watching preseason NBA. There's got to be better things going on in the world, right? There so, is. College football tonight will save you. And, uh, well... I don't know how much I'll see. It's my anniversary. Ten years. Uh, you won't see any of it. It's ten years? Ten years. My what, wife has what dealt your wife with me. have planned? We're going to gymnastics for the kids. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow then, we're going to do dinner. How are you? Going to do dinner. Uh, where have you got the, have you got the arrangements made? Yes. We Would be, you like to share? Yeah, we'll go to Fire Creek. That's our favorite in uh-huh. West Des Moines. So yep. we'll go over there. And is that in the um, is West Glen? Is that what it's called? Nope. It's before what am I you, thinking? I'm not sure. There's a bunch of things that have changed over there since my days hanging out okay. at West Glen. This is 50th and Mill Civic. Oh, okay. The old legends that used to be over in that mm-hmm. area, right over there. It's our, our favorite kind of upscale place that we like to go. We'll Violinist coming over yeah. to the table, no, no, anything no. like that? No. Flowers? We'll have the kids with us still. So. Oh. Okay. They're going to dress up and go with us. But yeah, it's a gymnastics well, night. would be cool, though, to yeah. dress the kids up and bring them with mom and dad for their 10th. Pretty cool. Good job. And uh, thank you to Fiscus Jewelers. Oh, what did they do for Well, you? 10 years, the traditional gift is... Foil, so I got her a roll of you, aluminum foil. It's aluminum, so I got her aluminum foil. But I actually got her something. You are pretty romantic, nice at, Trent. Something nice and fiscus. Did you diamonds in Ankeny? In Ankeny, Noel Fiscus. Yes, good people. I met him and uh, talked to him for a long time. He's yesterday. a fan of this station and yes. supported this station for a long time, and we're grateful for that. And hopefully, I think Tara's really going to like the gift that they helped me pick up. Good for you. Yeah. We'll take a time out. We'll come back. Trent's play of the day. That's coming up next. Circus Sports sponsors that. It's Des Moines Sports Station. 106.com. Trent Condon here for the Urology Center of Iowa. Now's your chance to sit on the couch guilt-free all weekend long watching football while you heal after your vasectomy from the Urology Center of Iowa. The doctors there perform my procedure in less than a half hour. Make the call to 515-400-3550. That's 400-3550 and online at iowauro.com. A guilt-free football watching weekend after your vasectomy. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-RADIO. You may have heard me talking this summer about Fat Charlie's coming soon to Urbandale. It's an upscale sports bar serving high-end favorites. Well, now it's open. Just off the Douglas exit on 8035, 121st Street in Urbandale, that's where you'll find Fat Charlie's. And you'll find cold beer, good drinks, and great food. 
Fat Charlie's now open in Urbandale. After the storms hit central Iowa recently, you see companies from all over the country come to Iowa to take advantage of Iowans' misfortune. They're here today, gone tomorrow. You want to stick with companies you know, companies like Wolf Roofing. You know Wolf Roofing will be here long after the storm. They've been here for over 25 years. Wolf Roofing and its employees are central Iowans just like you. When storms hit and misfortune happens, they take care of their own. Go to Wolf Roofing. Rick bets off. Trent's Pick of the Day is brought to you by Circus Sports. Download the Circus Sports app today to play with Trent or against him. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 Kicks. And OJT, the nut says you got to have the uh, chicken Asiago at Fire Creek. The dish that both Tara and I get every single time. Really? It is so good. They put this, it's like a citrus type of sauce on there. It's nothing I've ever tasted before. It is so, so good. And that'll, that'll be... A, we will get a couple of The waiter or waitress will be yes. bringing that out tomorrow night. All right, well, you've got to bring out some picks right now. Let's do it. Meaningless baseball tonight, mm-hmm. college football. What are you going to do, Circus Sports sponsors? I, I'm not touching that football game. I have absolutely no feeling. I am playing two afternoon baseball games. The White Sox will continue against the Twins. They have packed it in, mm-hmm. and they're looking forward to next season. Minus 150 the with the White win Sox. the batting title, though, right? He is, yeah. yeah. I guess that is the... Remember the year, huh? Oh, what a disappointment this has been. Otani pitches one final time for the Angels. Do you know what Marcus Stroman said about him? Huh. He's the MVP. Well, Marcus Stroman's wrong. <laughs> Most years he'd be right. This year, he's, he's wrong. wrong. Right. I'm going to lay the one and a half. Minus 120 uh, okay. with the Angels here this afternoon. Both those games, 3 o'clock games. And, of course, I'm playing preseason NBA because I'm hot. Why would you stop after last night? I'm giving the uh, give me Charlotte on the money line, plus 115 against the Pacers, who are going to be brutal this year. Are they really? Yeah, they're going to be really, really bad in the East. I've been doing a little work. NBA work out of you. Uh, hey. They all pay the same, right? Well, indeed. All right, we'll we'll uh, grade your work tomorrow, and we'll have an NFL game tomorrow night to opine on. Oh, as pretty well. big one in your house. I'll say Colts Broncos should be fun. That's going to do it for us, Murph and Andy, in an hour and five minutes. Caxton Road Drive, Heather and Sean here at three. Uh, Hawkeye Insider at six, and you know what's on the radio tonight at seven for the first time? What's that? Iowa Wild in action. What? Indeed. The Wild back on these airwaves at 7 o'clock. Have a great day, everybody. 106.3.